Welcome back to The Mammy Show. This is your host, Roy. Today, we have Trevor, the small business consultant and staffing expert. Thank you, Trevor, for getting into the show. Thanks, Ravit. It's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate the invitation. Well, would you just like to give a quick intro of yourself first? Absolutely. Look, I had a 35-year career in the, the newspaper industry here in Australia, predominantly with community newspapers, whether it be uh, country papers in regional centres or, or suburban papers in, in suburban community environments. And I, in that space, I worked with and for a lot of small businesses to assist them with their marketing and their growth. And I saw a lot of things done well, uh -huh. and I saw a lot of things done badly. And the things that were done badly were probably the, the, the easy things to fix, um, relatively simple things. And uh, as I found over the years, people go into small business um, because they've got a passion for something or because they're very good at something. They're great at fixing lawnmowers or they're great at making cakes or whatever it might be. Uh, they start their small business and then they find they're not necessarily good at all of those things around business that the people who run large organizations, they, they receive training for it. They have experience in particular expertise. Poor old small business owner, again, they're, they're great at what they do, but they need some help with businesses. Currently, what I'm doing at the moment with my own small business is in the consultancy space is to help them make the right decisions when it comes to staffing choices. If they're ready to grow the business, do they take on an employee? Do they employ a contractor? Do they outsource the work? Whatever that might be, help them make that decision correctly. But uh, as I said, over the years, I've found that there are a number of areas where small businesses just need that little bit of a push. And as you've seen from my website, helping yeah. to make those one percenters, those slight improvements that can make a big difference to their business. So what the community means to you and what do you think, like how a community owner should see the community means to them? Yeah. Look, I think that one of the, the main mantras about any business, but particularly a small business, is to know your customer. And yeah. people often mistake that, that they think, I have to know them personally, I have to remember all their names. No, know where your customer is. Is your customer base geographic? Is your customer base, you know, based on a particular suburb or a, a particular town, for example? Is that where your customers come from? Do they come from a particular ethnic group? Do they come from some people? If you're selling table tennis bats, the only people who are going to probably come and buy from you are people who play table tennis or who want to give yeah. that as a gift to someone in the family. It's, so where, where are your customers coming from? One of the areas, again, where I think small businesses in particular miss out on opportunities is knowing their community as well. And again, most people here in Australia would think instantly of a geographic area. What is my community? Well, it's my suburb, it's my street, it's whatever it might be, my mm -hmm. local government area. Uh, but often it can be more than that. Is it my ethnic community? Um, particularly here, we're a country of migrants here in Australia. And uh, if you look at where the geographic distribution of people who have migrated here, who speak a language group is, they do tend to congregate together. Um, the, the suburb next door to where, in fact, the suburb I live in at the moment has got a Chinese-speaking background population of close to 30% who have migrated here from different countries like China, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Singapore, and so on. Um, so, again, is your community an ethnic-based community? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. if And then you've got to look at, well, that's the community that I personally am involved in. What about my business, though? 
who, who's going to come in the door of my shop? Who is going to engage my accountancy services? Where is that community that I need to connect with? And often it might be moving outside your own comfort zone, moving outside your own geographic area, or it could mean shrinking, that you need to come back. And, you know, most of your business yep. is going to come from within a two-kilometre radius. So why are you why are you promoting your business to an organization or to an area that's like 30, 40 kilometers from your home. Got so it. know your community and then engage with that community. You know, like and community is not just about having the members. Community is something which must have a purpose, you know. It's having a purpose. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And that that purpose is a great point, because if you've got a small team of staff now, remember, you're a small business owner, you may not be a people person, you might be great at those fixing lawnmowers or making coffees or whatever it might be. Yeah. But it yeah. doesn't mean you're going to necessarily bond with every person that you have as your employee, particularly here in Australia. At the moment, we have a staff shortage here in Australia. Uh, we, we've got uh, we've got a very very low unemployment rate, and we are crying out for people to come here and work. There, are, if you're looking for overseas and looking for work, have a look at Australia. There are jobs for just about every every sector here at the moment in Australia. So, you, you might be employing people that you've you've only known for ten minutes before you've decided, yes, I'm desperate for a barista for my cafe. Come on in, come and work for me. Uh -huh. um, you've got a pulse, come and work for me. Now you've got a bond with that team. So maybe if you have a chat with them and say, come on, guys, let's all get together and support a local charity. Here are five local charities. There's a women's shelter. There is a cancer support group. Uh, there is a, a, a someone who supports by buying uniforms for young junior sports players who can't afford the cost of the uniform, whatever it might be. What's your passion? And then you find out that four out of your five people have got members of their family who have suffered from cancer. So great, let's support the cancer the cancer charity or the cancer community event. So use okay. it as an opportunity to bond with your team as well if you've got a team. You said about community and so on. What would you like to speak about the engagement in the community you know like you need to start by well there's, there's a little bit of a checklist and this is similar to what a large organization should go through and, and most of them do occasionally they make a mistake but in most cases the, the checklist begins with is is the organization or the or the cause you're going to support whatever it may be is it is it a legal thing is it ethical uh, is it something you want to be involved with? Um, is, is there a political alignment with that organisation that you feel uncomfortable with that you have to do a little bit of research about that you don't know about? But start with that big picture stuff first. Is this something I want to be involved with? And at grassroots level in local communities, the answer is generally yes. The, the, the local junior sporting club doesn't really have the time to be politically aligned somewhere or something of that nature. They're too busy trying to get their kids to play sport. So, so but start with that level first. Do that investigation. I, I personally have been caught out. I was instructed when working for a large media organisation, I was instructed by my manager who was based interstate to purchase a table at a, a, a function, a table of 10 people. And uh, the accountant for the organisation telephoned me a few weeks later when I put through my expense claim to be reimbursed for the costs. I had to pay for it myself. Uh -huh. He said, why are you supporting that particular political organisation? We're an apolitical company. We don't support political fundraising events. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea that the table I had bought for my boss 
was at a fundraising event for a, a, a political party. And he didn't realise either. He'd been invited by a business person. So you do need to do that little bit of research at the top level. Then the next level down is, is this something that my business can actually gain some leverage from? There is no shame or embarrassment in your business gaining something from that support that you give back into your community. It's, it's not like you're, it's not mercenary. Um, it's not chasing money. If you gain customers because you supported a particular event or a local organization and the people who are involved in an organization go, well, that's great. When I need my lawnmower fixed, I'm going to go and see that guy because he, he supported our event. There's no shame in that. So don't feel embarrassed, but is this something that you can leverage from that you can gain from, uh, or are you just making a, a, are you just making a donation? Um, if it's something that, that affects you personally and tugs at your heartstrings, that's fine. But is it something that's good for the business? And then the next step is, how can I get involved? Do I have to write a check? Um, can I provide them with some in-kind support? If, uh -huh. they, uh, if they were having a fundraising, um, a fate at the local school, can I, I'm a butcher, can I provide all the sausages for their sausage sizzle barbecue for them? Can I give them $40 worth of, my product that they can sell and earn four hundred dollars yeah. when they sell the sausages and the bit of bread, uh, or can my can my staff and I get involved and can we put a team in their fun run if it's a community event like that? Um, can, can we uh, can we turn up at their their sporting event and uh, and be part of the small cheer squad for them? Can we hold the banner up as the kids run out on the ground for the grand final because they haven't got enough people there to hold the banner up? You'd be surprised. Sporting clubs need assistance in the most basic of ways. Can, can I be the guy who gets there at six o'clock in the morning and marks the white line around the oval before they start playing for them? You know, who knows? What, what? How can I get involved? It doesn't necessarily just have to be writing a check. But the more involved you are, the more you roll your sleeves up and get involved, the more likely you are to build relationships for your business. Small business owners struggle with personal decisions and business decisions. How you would like to speak about these things? Certainly you need to remember that um, you are a business, even if you're a sole trader, as I am, you are a business. Uh, here in Australia, we call them a, a person undertaking a person undertaking a business. Person oh, as a price. But yeah, person that's it. You, it's, there's, there's Trevor weeding the person and there is Trevor weeding trading as development pathways, which is my business. So you have to separate the two and it can be difficult sometimes, as I say to people, if it's something you personally are passionate about, but it's not necessarily the best thing for your business, pull the wallet out of your back pocket and make the donation from there on your personal credit card or pull some money out and do it that way. But if it's a business decision, you have to make sure that it is the best thing for your business. Um, if a, a local organization wants you to support them, but seriously, if, if from a business point of view, if there is no opportunity for you to leverage from that support mm -hmm. for your business, if you can't put a sign up at their sporting ground, if you can't have something on their, their, their football jerseys, um, if you can't be recognized in a newsletter that they send out to their members or whatever it may be, uh, if it's just, can you just please give us some money or give us that, you might decide that you want to do that personally from the goodness of your heart, but remember that your business is there as a separate entity and is making decisions that are in the interests of your business. And it, for a small, small micro business, it can often be a difficult thing that they have to 
battle with, right? Sometimes, particularly when it comes to political affiliations, religious beliefs, that sort of stuff. You just need to to separate that a little bit sometimes. Yeah, it's real. It's real. We have to, and I'll have to. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool, Trevor. So, just last thing I would like to ask: quick thing, give it quick. How to build a strong community for your business? Number one, don't assume. Do some research. Um, ask your customers what's important to them. Um, get to know the, the the makeup of your community, whether it be from where what ethnic groups are involved in your community uh, or what people's backgrounds are, what people support there. It, it could be that the local netball community is incredibly strong in your area. Or it could be that soccer is a fantastic sport and two suburbs away, it's rugby league. That's the, mm -hmm. the predominant sport for juniors. Who knows? But do that bit of research, get to know and ask questions. When your customer comes into the shop, don't just ask them whether they want sugar in that coffee. Ask them <laughs> how was their weekend? Yeah. What did you do? Get to get to know your community by having those conversations with people outside. Walk up and down the street and get to meet your fellow business owners and ask them what's involved. You know, what what guys what do you do to, to build connections in your community oh well there's this great there's this fantastic women's shelter down there they fly under the radar but they they support women who are victims of domestic violence and we we support them a lot and you think that's fantastic and contact them how can i help you how can i support you but do your research ask questions and use these uh-huh use these <laughs> Real. Listen to what's going on in your community. Yeah. Awesome, Trevor. Well, thank you so much for being into the show. It was pretty quick, pretty good. I think audience audience will also also love it. And thank you so much for having in. Rohit, I am honored to be number one for 2023. It's fantastic. Thank you for the opportunity.